Monday night, May 6th at the Hyatt Regency in San Francisco. You're invited to join athletes and celebs at the Bay Area Sports Hall of Fame Enshrinement Dinner. Be there to celebrate this year's class featuring Olympic swimmer Jenny Thompson, San Jose Earthquakes legend Chris Wondolowski, Niners Super Bowl hero John Taylor, Sharks icon Patrick Marlowe, and the architect of the Giants dynasty, Brian Sabian. Be a part of this star-studded evening benefiting Special Olympics Northern California. To purchase tickets, visit Bayshoff.org. That's B-A-S-H-O-F.org. The San Jose Sharks Audio Network is proud to present Sharks Instant Replay. Highlights from the most recent San Jose Sharks game. Final score, Vegas 5, the Sharks 4 in OT. Time now for the instant replay of this game that was played at SAP Center at San Jose. Here's how it happened tonight. It did not start well for Sharks hockey at all. It was 2-0 Vegas, 7-0-3 into the first period. The first goal came at 5.48 when Riley Smith ended a 10-game goalless drought by picking up his fourth of the season after William Carlson wrapped it around from back behind the net and it came across the ice and Smith just kept the stick down and tipped it in. Goal number four for Smith, William Carlson the primary assist and Jonathan Marcheseau, that longtime thorn in the Sharks' side, getting the second helper to make it one nothing At 7.03, it's Chandler Stevenson getting his seventh of the year. Kind of a weird moment for Logan Couture as it tipped off of his stick in the air. It was batted out of the air also by Mark Stone, the captain of the Vegas Golden Knights, right under the tape of Stevenson, and he beat Martin Jones for his seventh of the year. Stone and Max Pacioretty got the assist, and it was 2-0 Vegas Golden Knights. But then Max Pacioretty decided to take a couple of liberties with Logan Couture behind the play, and the captain stepped right back. Then he turns into the attack. Behind the play, Logan Couture just gets run down. He lost his stick. He's shaken up on the play. And Logan Couture is going after the guy who did it. That was Max Pacioretty, the captain of the Sharks, right in front of the San Jose bench, going after Pacioretty. And he got totally clocked, clotheslined in the neutral zone behind the play. And this is resulting in the captain stepping up and Pacioretty is being separated from Couture, who's jawing hard after throwing a few punches. Yep, that was the moment that started to turn things around for the Sharks, although it didn't seem that way because Max Pacioretty at 237, or make that 257 of the second period, picked up his 11th of the season with a shot in the point that Martin Jones absolutely had to have. Martinez and Ryan Reeves got the assist on Max Pacioretty's 11th of the season, and so it was 3-0 Vegas, and that was the end of Martin Jones's night. And so then the Sharks had to climb back again. And climb back they did, and they got a few bounces and a few good calls go their way as well. Here's one of them with Brent Burns, the beneficiary. Cuts into the right corner, chips at it. Donato kept it going, put it back to the right point to Burns, moves to his left, tees up, shoots, hit the goal post, and it ricochets away. Well, it ricocheted away, but it went off the post, and it went off of something else. And I thought it might have been the crossbar, but as it turned out, it was the actual bar in the back of the net. That was how hard and how fast that shot was. The officials weren't sure, but they looked at it again, and here came the call. Here comes the call. After reviewing the play, it was determined that the puck completely crossed the goal line. Therefore, we got a goal. Wow. So the Sharks are on the board here. It is not a post shot. It's a goal. 
It was a goal, and we heard the celebratory foghorn going off here at the Shark Tank. Brent Burns getting his fifth of the year. Ryan Donato, who played hard tonight, got one assist, and Timo Meyer got the other at 6.01. That was a power play goal, by the way, as Vegas started to get into penalty trouble, and it was Jonathan Marcheseau in for tripping when that goal went into the back of the net, and I don't think there were too many people in San Jose that felt sorry for him about that. It was 3-1 to one at that point. And then the speedy kid from Long Beach, Matt Nieto, comes up big with a perfect defensive play and a beautiful pass from Eric Carlson. Nijoff and Nieto with the near boards. Uh-oh, good pinch there by Theodore to knock it away from Nieto. And his centering pass will be intercepted by Eric Carlson. Lead pass, two on one. Here comes Nieto, moving in, shooting it, star! A brilliant defensive play by Eric Carlson, a perfect pass, and Matt Nieto took a look and snapped one home to make it a 3-2 game. We've got 7-17 left in the second period, and a California kid comes up with a big play and a jackpot against Vegas. That was a nice goal by Matt Nieto, and that was all Eric Carlson back in the defensive zone. EK65 really had a great night. Yeah, he did. He was all over the ice tonight uh, making breakout passes and, and just breaking up plays uh, on Vegas' side too. But really like that play by Matt Nieto. Comes in, uh, looks off. I, I'm not sure if it was, I think it was John Leonard who's coming in with, and he, and he he did a great job looking him off. And, and I think uh, Dance thought he was going to pass that puck over. And uh, the shot wasn't a hard one to beat him, but it definitely fooled, uh, fooled him by uh, looking off. Leonard doesn't have to be hard it just has to be accurate and that's exactly what it was for Matt Nieto it was a pretty good shot nonetheless and it was in the back of the net Nieto's fourth from Carlson at 12:43. the second made it 3-2 in favor of Vegas and the Sharks were definitely turning the tide and changing the momentum they were back in the game by the way we all know that Matt Nieto was born and raised in Long Beach and we like to say that as much as possible on all of our broadcasts but this was a big night for California natives in the San Jose Sharks organization because the San Jose Barracuda won it by the score of 5-1 to one tonight on the road in San Diego. Always a tough place to play. And goals for the Cuda in that game included tallies by Evan Weinger and by Sasha Shimoljevsky. Each of those guys are from California. So we had three California kids score goals for the Sharks organization tonight. That's a nice little note. That's great. That's great to see, you know. It's just like, uh, it's uh, just Nice to see how hockey is has grown in California, and you're you're starting to see products of uh, the California system uh, come into play. It's great. At the very start of warmups tonight, Curtis Gabriel, who was in the lineup for the Sharks, was skating around almost like a scene out of Slapshot, where Ogie Oglethorpe was skating by the other guy who was tough, and he took a look at Ryan Reeves, and they had a couple of. Uh, you can say jawbone moments. They were having an extended conversation, almost as if they were negotiating the time, the date of their fight, and the purse that was going to be involved, as if they were their own agents. Well, two seconds after the third period face-off was dropped, the following occurred. We're going to have a fight right off. The, right off. They're going to go right off of the face-off. It is Reeves and Gabriel. They didn't even drop the puck. They barely dropped it. And Reeves and Gabriel are going at it here. Two big guys, and everybody else on the ice has a ringside seat. Gabriel coming back, getting a good shot at Reeves. 
Gabriel coming back some more. Sharks players snapping their sticks, but Reeves is holding up. He's coming back with a couple of roundhouse rights. These are two heavyweights. Curtis Gabriel for the Sharks, putting a right on Reeves. Another little left jab, another right roundhouse, and Reeves is stunned. And now down goes Reeves, and up comes Reeves to come back at Gabriel. And the Sharks are enthused by that as they are finally separated to start the third period. That's a pretty good fight. Oh, it was great, great tilt, you know. And you got to give those guys kudos, you know. It's hard to do that, especially in a rink where there's no fans and and uh, you know not a lot of lot of noise on your side. And and it's uh, you know just to start the period like that and and get the momentum going. But uh, definitely, I I was pumped up when I saw that. But you know what? We've talked about this many, many times. And after something happens in a game, whether it's a goal, whether it's a fight, whether it's any significant moment in the game that could be a momentum changer or grabber, the next shift is really important. And right after that fight, which was really a slight advantage for Gabriel, but you got to give Reeves credit for getting back up after he lost his footing and went down. Then Alex Tuck scored 26 seconds into the third period to totally deflate the Sharks and make it 4-2 in favor of Vegas. That was the 10th goal of the year for Tuck. Carrier and Kolasar ended up getting the assists, and actually they took the assist away from Kolasar, so it was just Carrier assisting on that goal by Alex Tuck. And you got to give Vegas credit. They always seem to do that to a lot of different teams, especially the Sharks, whenever they get the chance. And so it was 4-2 Vegas. Also in the third period, another confrontation with Gabriel and Ryan Reeves resulted in a fluke injury to Ryan Reeves. He kind of ran Gabriel into the corner boards, and as Gabriel was falling, his right skate came up and caught uh, Ryan Reeves. And I'm not sure exactly what the injury was, but he was in a lot of pain, and he needed help. Who knows? Maybe that skate cut him and maybe cut uh, some sort of uh, uh, a muscle or something like that because that could happen. Yeah, it's you know you don't you don't want ever want to see that and uh, obviously Reeves was in a lot of pain. He was he couldn't even make it off the off the uh, ice. He was he made it about five feet from the bench and and uh, was just kind of went down on all fours. But uh, you know hopefully uh, he's all right and you know you never want to see a, a player get injured like that. And so even it, if it is Ryan Reeves, even if it is, <laughs> it was four to two in favor of Vegas. But again, remember that pushback from Captain Logan Couture against Pacioretty. He didn't stop after that. He kind of waxed and waned during the course of the game. But with 13.37 remaining in the game, it was time for the captain to step forward again. Back inside the offensive end, the Sharks put Couture's line back on. But Vegas is out of the zone quickly. Two on one. Stevenson across the ice. Pacioretty took it on the forehand but lost it. It came back to the point. The shot was blocked. Here comes San Jose on the move. Down the right side, Couture does a dance into the zone, pokes it in front of an ad. Oh, so close. Couture feeds it back to the point. Gets a return feed now. Shot by Couture. Star! Logan Couture made it all happen. A give and go with Eric Carlson. And the Sharks are back within one. The captain has struck. A great goal by Logan Couture, making it a 4-3 Vegas lead. Time of that 6:23. Eric Carlson got the first assist. Kevin LeBanc got the other. It was kind of an up-and-down night for Kevin LeBanc. For most of the first half of the game, he struggled and fought the puck. But he got that assist on the goal that drew within one. And then, with only a minute and seven seconds remaining in the game, a fluky play out of the zone. 
And a great read by Brent Burns to get it up in the air over the four checkers and out. Bounced off the goaltender and right onto LeBanc's stick. And we were tied. Off the faceoff now. Eric Carlson blocks the shot from the point by Petrangelo. Sharks need to get the puck and they need to get going. Minute 14 to go. Pass up the ice there by Burns off a stick. It's moving in. It's a shot. They score! Brent Burns fed the puck forward. It went all the way down and Kevin LeBanc driving to the net is going to get credit for this wacky goal to tie the game 4-4 with a minute seven remaining in the third period. The puck fluttered in the air on Burns. Dan Bounce played it and put it right on the stick of LeBanc who kept the stick down and banged it in. How do you like them apples? This game is tied up. And that was how the third period came to an end. It went back to the Sharks' momentum side once again. With that goal by LeBanc, his fifth, Brent Burns should have gotten an assist, but they took it away from him because Donsk really did play the puck or try to. I don't think he had quite control over it, but that's how they ruled it. So it is an unassisted goal for LeBanc, his fifth of the year. He winds up with a goal and an assist and a major reason why the Sharks got one point tonight. Yeah, and, and we were talking about that earlier in the game. We didn't think that that line was actually going uh, going tonight, really, from the from the start of the, the game. Um, but they battled, you know. They they stuck with it, and that's exactly what you want your first line to do is is come up big when, when you need them. And uh, the third period, they came out and decided to take the game over. And, uh, you know, it all it all starts with the captain, Logan Couture, getting that big goal, and, uh, and then LeBanc there at the end. So... Uh, Nice for them uh, to, to stick with it, and, and, you know, we're really starting to see that chemistry. And so we had overtime, three on three. Anything can happen. It's always exciting. And wouldn't you know it, you pick somebody on one side, you want to get the winner to kind of stick it to the opposition, and it's always the case the other way, too. As it turned out, at 125 of OT, it was the other way. Collision. Here comes Petrangelo in front. Pacioretty, score! Max Pacioretty has done everything for Vegas tonight. And in this case, he gets the game-winning goal at 1 minute and 25 seconds of overtime. The final score, Vegas 5, the Sharks 4. San Jose gets one point, but it is a bittersweet loss. Very bitter and a lot more bitter than it was sweet. They get one point in the standings. They only have 19, but they're... Winless streak continues now as the Sharks lose 5-4 to four in OT to Vegas. And Vegas has won five straight games. They have games in hand on everybody in the division, and they're in first place. Yeah, they're uh, they're looking solid, you know. They're they're a deep team. They've got a, a good defensive core. And, you know, one area I thought the Sharks could maybe could have taken a little bit more advantage of tonight was uh, getting shots earlier in the game on Donsk, you know. A guy that hasn't played a lot. Um, and I don't think they, they got traffic to him as much as they should have. And it kind of waited till the third period to kind of start getting traffic in him. And I think that's maybe a missed opportunity for the Sharks. Oscar Donsk picked up the win in Nets. It was his first National Hockey League win since October of 2017 when he got the first shutout in Vegas franchise history against the Colorado Avalanche. He has been waiting in the wings ever since with Marc-Andre Fleury and later uh, a couple of other different netminders coming in. Robin Leonard getting ready to come back from injury. But Donsk was here tonight, and he was actually congratulated by more than a fair share of players that skated to him instead of Pacioretty when that winning goal went in. And so it was a Vegas 5-4 to four win. That overtime goal coming for Pacioretty, his third point of the night, his second goal, Petrangelo 
and Stone assisting on the play. Final shots on goal in the game. Each team had one opportunity in overtime. 29 chances for the Sharks on net and 27 for the Vegas Golden Knights. The losing goaltender in the overtime was Devin Dubnik. He made 17 saves and allowed two goals, including that game winner. That's it for the Instant Replay. This is a presentation of the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.